Bruh. Why is nothing loading? You think if I were to fart, they'd be able to hear it on the thing? No, I'm gonna leave that in, bro. <laughs> That's how we're gonna start the podcast right there. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Motherfucker, why is nothing loading? Are you not hooked up to the Wi-Fi? I am. That's the problem. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, got that shooter net. <laughs> no, I literally do. It only works on the couch. If I go to my bed, it says zero fucking Wi-Fi. Nice. If I go okay. to the kitchen, zero fucking Wi-Fi. If I sit on the opposite side of the living room, zero fucking Wi-Fi. Motherfucker. All right. Let's get started. Okay. Hello and welcome back to Best Ghouls Podcast, guys. I know we've been gone for a little bit. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. If you're new here, I'm Miranda and this is my co-host. I'm Issa and the reason why we didn't record last last week because I forgot my laptop and I went to Disneyland and I'm... I'm not a procrastinator. I mean, I am, but I'm also very forgetful. It's okay. Did you at least have fun at Disneyland? I did. I had a lot of fun. I got these cute little... I don't know if I told you yet. I got these cute little, um, like, silhouettes done of me and Alice's <gasps> Oh, I head. saw those on your on so your story. Those and cute. we're getting them sent to us in this, like, like they're, like, Halloween-themed frame that they had for this year. And it, they're going to, like, put it, like, the portraits on, like, top of, like, these little, like, coffin cutout backdrops. <gasps> So, I'm so excited. It reminds me of the, the Haunted Mansion a little bit. So I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. That's so cute. Uh, how was the food? I remember I went there back like years and years ago. Um, and they didn't really have like a whole lot of options. They had like, it was like decked out. Like it's crazy. Like I feel like last time I went was like last year. And I feel like they had so much just like within like the year difference. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really, unfortunately, like get to like try a lot of the food because like, my tummy was hurting. It wasn't feeling that great. Yeah. And so was Alex's. So we tried to, like, stick to the more, like, neutral foods. Okay. So I found, like, this cute little, um, it's like a little, like, convenient stand or whatever in, mm-hmm. like, the, the cars section. And they had these little baggies of grape. <gasps> so I got one of those because that was really good for my tummy. But, yeah, I mean, the food that everyone else is eating looked delicious. Yeah. But, no, we didn't really have me kind of ate a lot of, um, what is it? Del Taco. We had a lot of Del Taco. I ordered a burger there Not a sponsor. one time. Yet. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yet. Um, the burger from there is really good. But they put this, like, like message in No, it. they didn't. Yes. I don't know if people complained about it, but the first time I ever had Del Taco, I opened up the... I had a burger and I opened up the thing and it was like a message like how dare you order a burger from Del Taco or some shit like that. It was like the shade. Super passive aggressive like why, why the they... fuck are you buying a burger from some kind of like taco joint or whatever. I'm but like, it's like bitch it's your taco joint. Yeah. I'm buying it from you. I know. I'm confused. Like calling me weird and like out and shit. I'm just like okay cool. Well, it's like if you don't want me to buy your fucking burger from you, don't sell the burger. Yeah, I, I gotta find that message and figure out That's like, funny as fuck. Like what it is. Um some Karen definitely complained about that though. Oh no, absolutely. I think it's funny Because if you didn't get one, then no. somebody definitely No, but complained. I used to live off those and I I've never I didn't know it was even a fucking thing. So like I definitely someone complained and got that shit yeah. X'd out real fast. Yeah, That's no, funny. it's horrible. 
Also, we are recording on Halloween slash I totally forgot. I'm so I took so many naps today. I forgot what day it was. I thought we were like six days in the future, bitch. I (laughs) have no idea what day it is. So happy Halloween to everybody. Happy Samhain. I'll be um, plugging in some Halloween facts later on during my segment. So that'll be cool. Um, Shaking with excitement. (laughs) But before we get into our stories, let's do our questions of the week. Okay. Okay, I'll go first then, I guess. I suppose. Okay, queen, question. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? I hate that the fact that the same question was mine too. You're fucking no, lying to me right question. now. Um, I can also answer it. No, it's okay. Um, I, I mean, well, you can, but at the same time, I'll um, I'll find a different one right now. Okay, I apologize. Um, it's okay. We just still you said like the date of my death or how I die. Yeah. Ooh. Um, probably the date of my death, so that I know that I'm living to the fullest before I die, uh-huh. because I feel like if I find out how I die. I'm just going to be super paranoid the whole time. Like, yeah. I don't want to be paranoid. I get and, that. Like, like, what if it's something, like, super normal to do or whatnot? Mm-hmm. Um, or something that, like, a disease or something that's, like, normal. And you're just, like, waiting for it to happen and then calling doctors every five seconds or, like, doing this and doing yes. that. I don't want to live life like that. I'd rather be like, okay, I'm going to die this day. This is what I have planned. I'm going to cuss everybody out on this day and, like, just go for it. Um, But, yeah. I think I would go the same route, honestly. I think I'd rather know the day compared to, like, how I was going to die because the same reasoning. Like, I don't want to have to be, like, worried about, like, because if you know you're going to die in an accident, well, now I'm going to never leave my house and not be able to, like, enjoy my life fully. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely rather know the day. So... My new question Ooh, new one. is if someone you loved cre- committed a gruesome murder, would you help them cover it? I need context for the murder, though. Like, what kind of context? Like, what like, happened? S- yes. Like, say the murder. Okay, so say it. So my family member killed someone gruesomely, but say it was in, like, self-defense. Or say it was because of an action that, that person did to that family member. That was horrible and heinous. And the family member finally, like, snapped and acted out. And I, you know what I mean? I understand that. Some cases I understand that. So I would help to a certain extent. But if it was, like, cold-blooded, they wanted to just rob them or kill them, or they were just, like, or they just snapped for, like, no reason, then, like, you need to get help and I'm not going to help you. But, like, if this person caused you bodily harm first, where where do you want to hide the body? Like, I'll get the acid. Okay, so you need, like, a situation to do it. So if I called you up and I'm like, I killed somebody, you can't ask questions, I need you to help me get rid of the body, you're going to be, like, questioning me about it 100%. Probably, but you know my parameters, so at least you know how I would feel if it was out of, like, a malicious, you know, like, if you did it to be just, like, a horrible person, then, like, you know, like, how I feel about that. But if I... If you were doing it for maybe you didn't want to tell me something bad happened to you, but you knew something you wanted to like kill someone, but you don't want to tell me why it was because something happened to you, then I would understand and I would be able I would help you. But I just can't help you if it's like in okay. a bad way. I mean, okay, I get that. So I'm a little different. Okay. What would you do? 
if you called me if you specifically called me up and said miranda i need your help i killed somebody you can't ask questions or it was an accident or whatnot and i need i need your help getting rid of the body Uh i'd be like okay bitch i'm on the way i got all the kims we're gonna melt this body in the goddamn bathtub and then we're gonna go drop the bones in the like like it's something like that totally I got you. Mm-hmm. Even like family or whatnot. It, because I know that the people I surround myself are not bad people to That's the extent really where they have like that kind of bone in their body where they would just murder somebody just mm-hmm. to murder somebody, you know? And if you can't say the same thing about the people you're around, please, please rethink the people you you have in your life. If you at all question anyone, <laughs> then maybe you should maybe rethink yeah. having them in your life or spending alone time with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would totally be like, okay, okay, no. acid, bathtub, bags, rocks, let's go. <laughs> I get it. No, actually, that makes yep. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Okay, are we ready to get into your story? I know you told me you wanted to go first. You were really excited about this one. Well, I also want to go first so I can partake in the devil's lettuce during your story and not have to be oh, cloud- yeah, that's fine. cloudied-headed that's during fine. my story. So I'd rather go into my story sober. Okay. Um, but I was excited to tell you. <laughs> Glad to tell you my story because... I know you're going on a little trip. No! Oh my god. For context, she's been sending me, like, horror videos of oh cruise god. ships. And the new Final Destination, like, cover photo is the cruise. cruise ship. And How funny. I'm going on a cruise two days after Thanksgiving. I'm fucking dead, dude. I'm telling you, you're receiving a video of me, like, basically dying, and I'm a ghost your ass for the no, rest of the trip, and you're not gonna not know if I'm funny. alive. <laughs> I'm gonna be bugging him on I'm just gonna Facebook. be pending, like, I'm gonna pause my location on Apple, and I'm just gonna, my, I just see the middle of the my ocean. location's just gonna be I'm there. like calling the Navy. She's just in the middle of the ocean. I don't know what she's doing. Send her a raft. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Queen. Let's send me into paranoia mode. Let's go. Well, actually... It's okay. (laughs) So mine is a missing person. And did you know that, like, a lot of people actually... Not a lot of people. A fairly good amount of people go missing on cruise ships. And, like, not a lot of it gets, like, reported or, like, investigated. Because it's, like, in in... It's in international waters. And, like, the jurisdiction is always hard to, like, pinpoint and stuff like that. Which is spooky be careful i mean yeah i i mean i guess that that makes sense one i mean if you fall overboard and people are busy and not paying attention nobody's gonna notice um two if you're going to a foreign country and you accidentally um like miss your your boat um taking off again like i completely get that especially like not being able to speak like their foreign language or like that kind of thing and also just depends on where you are and where you're going because there's a lot of sketchy places you know i agree okay missing person let's go i agree it's a missing persons unfortunately it is still unsolved i want to get that out of the way because yeah it breaks my heart but her name was rebecca coriam Mm mm-hmm She's also known by Bex by her family. She was born on March 11th in 1987 in Chester, England. She's over the pond. Over the pond, love. Okay. She lives 
Oh my god. I feel bad because I keep like putting it in a current tense. You know what I mean? I'm like, she's not. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. So she lived with her parents and her sister and she had two foster brothers. She went to Chester Catholic High School and she joined the British Army cadets after high school. Um, after that, she also attended Plymouth University at Exeter and she studied sports science. I've never heard of sports science, but it sounds, I don't know. Me either. Maybe it's just like. Like, would that just be like. Like the way like the muscles and like all that. Like how your body. I don't know. Like watching somebody play basketball and be like, yeah, that's a trajectory of like. 5.6 could you imagine you know like do I, I don't know i don't know what i'm I talking have, about either so don't i have no idea no idea sports science anyways so in june of 2010 rebecca she went to london for an interview um she's trying to get a job on the disney cruise lines Ooh. i know so she went to her interview and she was accepted so we love that for her and she was really excited she was hired on, and she immediately went to the company's Florida theme park. So I believe that's Disney World, I yeah. think, in Florida. Yeah. And she studied there, or she trained there for four days. Four days? Yeah. That's crazy. Um. Well, I guess it depends on what you do. She wasn't a cast member, right? She was just no, like No, she a... was working with, like, she was, like, kind of, like, in the, in the daycare, sort of. Like, she was oh, working okay. with, like, the younger kids. Yeah, I heard, like, the cast members have to literally, like, watch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch their friends air quotes because they're when they talk about their character they have to say that they're friends with Cinderella or oh, like okay. blah blah blah. So yeah. um they have to go through like extensive like like watching the movie and like memorizing the lines, memorizing memorize mes oh my god <laughs> the word is just not coming out memorizing um how they act how they like talk like everything like, like their that mannerisms, yeah bats. i couldn't i would get so honestly i'd be like can you turn this shit off <laughs> like i'm over this bitch singing to these birds anyways so she got the job and she did her training for four days so she became like a youth counselor on the disney cruise lines and she worked for about she worked on one of the oh my gosh my cat came out you scared me atlas uh, she worked on one of the ships for about four months so she was then set to work on the disney wonder mm-hmm. and it was set to set sail it was like a tongue twister it was set to set sail on March 21st, 2011. It was supposed to leave the LA port and head to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I am bad at rolling my R's, so I apologize. Uh, Puerto Vallarta? Mm-hmm. So, prior to the cruise uh, setting sail, Rebecca had already been staying, you know, as we know, mm-hmm. on one of the boats for about six weeks. Um, and that one was on a cruise that was going from the Mexican Riviera through the Panama Canal. And throughout the cruise, she would Skype or message her family basically every day to like, give them updates and stuff like that. But going back to the Disney Wander, so it was set to set sail on the 21st and um, March 22nd at 5.45 a.m. would be Rebecca's last known sighting. Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? Like, the, like legit next day. So her last known sighting was on some CCTV footage. And the footage was of her, like, on a phone call yeah. with, with one of the other crew members. And um, it looked like she was, like, distraught. 
from in the video and you see like a young man come up to her like a young adult go up to her in the video and you can see like from reading the lips he asked her something like are you okay or are you good like something around those lines <gasps> possible murder and then <laughs> but he asked her something and then she answers yeah fine and like waves him away mm-hmm. and then she continues with her call and then you see her hang up and then just like put the phone in her back pocket and then walk away and that is the last that we see of her so that was at 5 45 a.m uh 9 a.m is when her what are you looking at me like that if you have questions please ask i'm um, sure i'm very confusing i no. so you said the last known thing was on cctv yeah from like cameras on the cruise ship yeah 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 how where the hell did she like hide how could you not find her again on the cruise somebody murdered her they pushed her over and put her in the ocean there my job is done for me (laughs) why am i here we've we've solved it it is solved someone call the mexican police we've solved it (laughs) anywho i need to drink some more that made me hot slurp i'm gonna leave that in jesus sorry to our listeners um yeah so 9 a.m was the time of her shift and when she didn't show up the captain was alerted the crew was alerted and then they searched the ship and they found nothing and it was assumed that she had fallen overboard yeah yeah that look is the look that i had so the coast guard in mexican oh my goodness i can't talk dude it makes me so mad sometimes okay so the coast guard and mexican navy um son of a bitch oh my gosh my brain went uh, it stopped thinking for uh. so it was assumed that she had fallen overboard so the coast guard and mexican navy were called in and they found nothing navy and coast guard found nada um but disney wasn't really um forthcoming with any information so it starts to get kind of sketch so rebecca's father claimed that disney gave the mexican navy and the coast guard wrong coordinates to search for rebecca at so um that is probably why they didn't find anything because they weren't looking in the right place you know yeah also rebecca's father claimed that disney did not follow the standard operating procedure so i looked that up that was a lot of big words and so i guess the standard operating procedure for on a cruise or for like a man overboard is that they are required to turn ship around once they realize it's a man overboard they have to turn the ship around and begin a lengthy search for said man overboard so you're supposed to turn it around and put that shit in park they didn't do that they just kept going and called the navy and called the coast guard and that's i mean rebecca's father is right that's against protocol you know and since they were, you know, in international waters, the dur- the the jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of the case, Jesus, my ugh, my tongue gets stuck in my mouth. So the jurisdiction of the case fell to the country of the ship's registration, which in this case was the tax haven of the Bahamas. So Disney contacted the Royal Bahamas Police Force three days after Rebecca disappeared and then from there is when the investigation is begins and starts yeah sketch right theory okay shoot she wasn't on the phone with a fellow cast member Mm -hmm. she was oh my god when i said theory my phone popped up because she thought i said siri that's fucking funny (laughs) um not you bitch but theory is that 
she didn't again god damn it she wasn't on the phone with a cast member she was on the phone with like one of the main guys on the cruise what do you mean like a higher up maybe because to me it's starting to sound like disney supposedly not i I, i'm not throwing accusations there it's just a theory okay exactly these are disney don't come for me (laughs) i love you Um, oh my god please don't but um it sounds like something is being covered up yeah because the only you're gonna tell me the only footage found of her is her being on the phone with somebody and then hanging up and then no more footage for the entire cruise and then they wait days to contact people to go investigate and don't stop that doesn't make any sense did they find any of her like luggage or any of her belongings um in her cabin yes her belongings were left in her cabin did they do like an extensive investigation on any of that stuff could she have from the beginning this investigation was basically botched ah yep cover up yep so let's get back to this unfortunate story um So the Disney contacted the Bahamas police force three days after she went missing. Um, The police responded by assigning one detective. uh, His name was Paul Roll, Roll, R-O-L-L-E. I'm I'm not sure. R-O-L-L-E? And this is a Mexican police force, so I don't know if that's making a difference. Uh, Raul. Oh, that was a lot. (laughs) I don't know. I've I've only ever heard, like, Raul's be... R-A-U-L? Yeah. Maybe it's Roye? Maybe. But there's no... Um, When I was doing my research, and I... Because I caught it. Oh, my gosh. I kind of copied and pasted some of my info mm-hmm. just so I don't have to, like, type everything out. Yeah. And there was no little accents or little, like, markers above, above, above any of the letters. So it didn't, like, suggest any, like... You know what I mean? It looks yeah. like it says, like, Paul Roll. Like, if you're just some white guy. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know. So... Powell, I'm calling him Powell, Paolo, Powell, wait, I had a cough, it went away. So, Powell, he was assigned to the case, and he was flown out by Disney via private jet to Los Angeles once they returned to port. So, let's come back a little bit. So, he was sent to the Wonder once it returned to port, and the cruise, I guess, I did a little, little digging. The cruise was supposed to take about seven days. And if it left on the, what, 21st, I said earlier, mm-hmm. then it would have returned on the 28th. So that means he didn't conduct a formal police investigation on the ship until March 28th. But I couldn't find any dates exactly of when each investigation was conducted, except for, like, when she went missing and some other few, like, detailed, um, or some more like concrete dates. Yeah. But the little ones like this, I couldn't find like an exact date when he started it. It was just said when it returned from port. So I'm assuming off of like I read the like um itinerary for that ship, that cruise for that year. Mm-hmm. I went, Girl, I want that. <laughs> and it's supposed to be about seven day cruise. So it should have returned the twenty eighth. So okay. I'm off of my my little my little knowledge. It was twenty eighth. Um and when he aborted the wonder for his for his um investigation, he ended up interviewing six of the nine hundred and fifty employees and zero of the two thousand surplus passengers that were aboard the wonder the night or the day that Rebecca went missing. What the fuck? So he basically 
only interviewed out of almost 3,000 people, six. That's crazy. Dude. But, like, why? I want to I wanna know what, what brought him to just these six people. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it that you were like, no, I'm certain it might have been one of these six people. Or well, I don't like, know who those were either. Or, like, have any suspicions? Did he, like, um, these words, hard, ugh. Um, did he like interview these people because they might have seen her or like they were in the video and then be like okay well this might just have been an accident I don't think it was a murder and then like decide not to interview anybody else but like that's stupid um I couldn't find who he interviewed exactly it may have just been six people he was allowed to interview maybe disney was like here we think it was one of them or we think that they know something interview them yeah or maybe he had a hunch or something um i know that there were a few people like i know that um rebecca's girlfriend worked on the wonder with her yeah so maybe she was one of the six because she had an obvious connection to rebecca Mm -hmm. so maybe a couple maybe the six people were like her friends or like known acquaintances of her. Okay. I just don't know who they were because they, yeah. unfortunately, they didn't fucking write a lot down or take really like detailed notes of this case. So I don't really have a whole bunch. Oh, I felt a pimple coming in. It's gone. Anyways, so before the cruise or before the wonder was set sail to words before the wonder was scheduled to set sail again, Rebecca's family was flown in from their home in rural Cheshire, and when they were flown in. They claimed that they were told they were going to be treated, quote unquote, Disney style. <laughs> I don't know how you can tell a family who whose daughter just went missing off of your fucking ship. Don't worry. We'll take care of you Disney style. What the fuck does that? Are you going to? What does that even mean? Like, you going to murder them too? Allegedly, Miranda. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah my bad. Allegedly, Disney. Allegedly. I'm sorry. But it's, it's like, so... According to Rebecca's family, this Disney style entailed of them being escorted from their hotel in L.A. Um, They were escorted from their hotel to a black or to a car with blacked out windows where they were then. Yeah, weird. (laughs) (laughs) My my entire face is your face right now at the same time. And I was reading this damn thing. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? They drove them to the ship where they met, where Rebecca's family met with the captain and Disney officials, they all met in a small boardroom where they showed Rebecca's family the CCTV footage that they had of her on her um, on her last night. So the family, I guess, they asked if they could have a copy of the footage, and they were told no. They went to go ask questions, and they were told no questions. You get to ask police, no questions. So you're bringing these people onto your ship to give them some kind of, like, some kind of, not even closure, but some kind of, like, answer yeah no to their daughter like, oh we have this little piece we you know this little thing but they can't answer questions that doesn't make any sense no it's like you know what i mean it's weird so after they're told you can't have a copy and you can't ask questions the captain then gave the parents his theory and then i wrote my notes fucking prick because he's a fucking <laughs> prick like okay i have a theory what happened to your daughter how about you fucking yeah, why don't you tell the cops that or something? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So his theory was that, um, well, it was his theory and Disney's theory, you know, that she must have been washed overboard by a rogue wave from one of the decks pool, which would be deck five pool. Mind you, okay, when I heard that, I was like, how close? 
are the like the pools to the railings. Yeah, that seems they're kind not of, very close though. That seems that's yeah, yeah. That seems dangerous if it's that close to where a rogue wave can come and swoop your your passengers or your employees into yeah. the fucking ocean. I look at the wonder or at least ships I look, look I look oh my god. I looked at at least four different ships. One I think I'm pretty sure was the wonder and ones that are similar to it. And all of the the pools are like I don't know measurements, but I would say at least 200 feet from like the railing. Yeah, you know what I because, mean. Like, um, so the one that we're going on, this pool—it's in the middle. Honestly, it's a pretty small pool, but it's in the middle, and there I want to say like four rows of like oh my god, like lawn chairs, like the, reclining the chairs. chairs. Yeah, and then there's like a huge gap, and then there's like more chairs. Like, so they're pretty far away from the rails. So if if a rogue wave was to do that, it would have to be like a hundred foot wave. Yeah. Jesus. Did, did no one notice that one rogue wave that came and went within a second and Somebody took this else one taken, person? Been taken out by yeah. it, you know? And you, I think you would have seen an aftermath of a of a wave that fucking big. You would have seen chairs yeah. spewing about. You would have. I mean, I I would think that the captain that's driving the boat would see a wave smashing into his fucking ship. Yeah, like you would think. Apparently not. So he thinks that this this crazy wave pulled into the ocean. It came and it snatched. Wait, okay. So I think you are thinking that the wave came from the ocean itself. From what I took from that was that like the ship was maybe on like a little bit of rocky waters or whatever, mm-hmm. and a wave from the swimming pool came out and swooped her away. No, they specified and they believe a wave from the ocean. Oh, okay. Came. Yeah, and that's it crazy. Took this one person and left. That's crazy. That's I mean yours I, I was like, okay, maybe, like, if it was a really bumpy ride, she kind of, like, it was slippery. She, you know, maybe if the railings are, like, if she's tiny enough that, like, slide, to slide under the railings, maybe. No. They specified. They thought, Yoshinator. Poseidon really said, yoink, it's your day. He took her. <laughs> Apparently, he just snatched her. Jesus. However, okay. um, Rebecca's parents, as do I, have doubts. Well, yeah. <laughs> they I think anybody have would have doubts that, that that was possible. Because the deck that was in front of the ship's bridge, which is believed to be um, the one that she was, what's it called? Snatched from by Poseidon, you know? Yeah. It was, it's covered in fucking cameras. So like, okay, this wave happened. Can I see the footage? Yeah. Can I see the footage? Yeah. No. No, you cannot see that footage. That footage doesn't exist. Sorry. Nope. Interesting. Interesting, right? following so since the disney base the disney since disney basically told um the coriums you know that basically sorry no questions no copies um she fell overboard so sorry so sad get out and that they had to take it as it was and they they left um following rebecca's disappearance though claims made by employees that wish to remain anonymous so i couldn't put anyone's names mm-hmm. which is probably but i heard disney's really good at firing people for shit like that like for like posting like i saw someone get fired from disney because they posted in their like disney uniform but like not on disney prop like not on property and they were like i think it was just like cute little like little innocent video and they got fired for it as far as i know they're supposed to turn in their uniforms at the end of the night (gasps) so that people um yeah uh well i don't know if it's for all 
Disney employees, but I know for cast members specifically, they have to turn them in at the end of the night because there's they have special jobs for people to like clean them, clean them, oh. and they get checked in and checked out. That's crazy. Well, I mean that would make sense. But I don't I don't remember if it was a special kind of yeah whatever. But I know that they're Disney's infamous for you know being kind of a hard job. It's down, but the employees. They said that following Rebecca's dis- following Rebecca's disappearance, Disney had put flowers by pool by the pool on deck five. They just placed flowers. Like Miranda, how? What the fuck? Yes, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying, bitch. Like what the fuck? Why are you doing that? First of all, it's not even confirmed that she fell overboard. You don't even know if she's dead. And if she did fall overboard, you have. You know what I mean? You have footage. So, like, they're just going, like, above and beyond yeah. to, like, make this what it's not. So, like I said earlier, she, um, the family or Rebecca's belongings were left in her cabin. Okay. So, the family was given those belongings, which contained a pair of flip-flops that the family said, oh, I'm sorry, that the crew or um, Disney had said was recovered from Deck 5, where she went overboard. But my thing is, if that's if those flip flops are recovered from where she went overboard, why are they not in um, evidence? And also, why is there no footage? That it's pissing me off. Same. Like you keep saying deck five, deck five, deck five. Yeah. These are the sandals that she was wearing on deck five when she yeah. went overboard. We're gonna put flowers here, but you won't give them the footage. Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm fucking saying. Also, though, on those little flip-flops, the family said that it had someone else's name on them. So they had just grabbed... They grabbed... Because it had someone else's name and someone else's cabin number. Because, like, I saw... Um, what was I going to say? Did they get, like, complimentary sandals? I don't know. That's weird. It didn't say, but they had just grabbed someone else's um, flip-flops. It had someone else's name and cabin number on it. Because I saw a picture of the flip-flops, and it clearly, the name starts with, like, an M mm-hmm. or something. It's hard to tell out what the name even says, but the cabin number is cabin 5, and I believe, I remember reading that she was in cabin 2 or 3, so it wouldn't have been her cabin at all. So they just put some random flip-flops in with the belongings and told the family this was found where she went overboard to, like, kind of further their story and give it some kind of evidence or something. Yeah. The eye roll was fucking felt. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. From the beginning, though, Disney seemed pretty sketchy. And as the investigation continues, um, only more frustrations are brought to light. So even the um, from just what Disney was claiming and what Disney gave the family as quote-unquote evidence and whatever not, the family's lawyer, um, he's a Miami-based lawyer. His name is Jim Walker. He specializes in maritime law, which is a body of laws, conventions, and treaties that govern private maritime business and other nautical manners, such as shipping or offenses occurring on open water. So he's basically a lawyer for the ocean. That's cool. Yeah. He just upholds the ocean law. And like, because, you know, open waters has their own type of jurisdictions and their own yeah. type of like laws and orders. So he just maintains those. He's a, he specializes greatness. He specializes directly in that law and order. Oh my god, you guys are so- <laughs> look at their furs blowing in the wind. Atlas jumped up on Boyo. Ah! Oh, 
there's a fight, there's a occurring fight between my children. Chan, take that pop. Okay. He did it first. Oh, did he? Yeah. He does that sometimes. I think it's a certain dominance. I don't know. But Jim Walker, he said that reading it over everything, you know, reading over the files and the evidence, he was deeply troubled by the lack of cooperation and transparency demonstrated by Disney. Yeah. I, too, am deeply troubled. Yeah. Because what the fuck? We're never getting sponsored by Disney. It's okay, Disney. I feel like there's a lot of companies that are not going to sponsor us just because we do a story on them or something or something allegedly Well, then don't be sketchy. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't be sketchy. But Taco Bell. <laughs> hey, Taco Bell. Okay. Anyways. Um, Jim also added that in this day and age, it is inconceivable that anyone would vanish from a cruise ship particularly a ship catering to families and children yeah uh without the circumstances being recorded by closed circuit television cameras so he's saying like it's it's hard to lose someone when this ship is littered in fucking cameras yeah so where'd she go you know where she went you just don't want to tell us where she went or what happened because it's gonna make you look bad um following her disappearance a statement came out Disney came out with a statement. It states, Our hearts go out to the Coriums. Rebecca's disappearance has been heartbreaking for everyone at Disney Cruise Line. We wish we knew what happened. Yeah, and my blood boiled. I was like, you know what, Disney? You know what? Mm, Whatever. Things just continued to unravel with more questions, unfortunately, as time went on. A few weeks later, Rebecca's parents got an email from her bank saying that there had been some activity on her on her account what and i heard that her card had been used but nothing came from that like they weren't able to prove anything like where like where it was or like who used it i guess it was like a it was like used for a quick one thing like they couldn't even tell you like what store that's weird usually i found nothing you think i looked and i can't find anything that said what store it was used in or it couldn't say it didn't say um what was it gonna say it didn't tell you what store it was used in or, like, how much was used. It just says that her card was used. Um, her family got an email about it, but that it, nothing, like, it was kind of just, like, like a like a dead end. So I don't know if, like... I wonder if it's because it was used in a different, in a different country. Maybe it was used online. Mm, yes and no. I know that even, like, me in mm. particular, like, I've had spam, um, not spam, scams, um like charged on my card and when you call your bank typically they can like pinpoint exactly like what website it was used on or anything like that like somebody used my card one time on walmart for a 300 dollars fucking like charge for like baby stuff what and i was like i'm not pregnant the fuck so um, yeah i had them like cancel it and everything and they gave me my money back Mm -hmm. but it's really odd that like the bank couldn't because they get a specific like um like address kind of like code thing that basically gives the the phone number or the place or whatnot of any kind of like minute detail mm-hmm. about it um on their end and it's weird that they can't like provide information like that she either had a really shitty bank or it was maybe used internationally and they don't have the information for the place like maybe like a small store that it was used at over there maybe because it was traveling to um 
Puerto Vallarta. So yeah. maybe it was used over the over in Mexico somewhere. But yeah. I just it wouldn't I couldn't find anything that specified. Um in October of 2011, John Ronson, he's a journalist for The Guardian, he got the aquarium's blessing to do an undercover investigation. So what he did was he booked um, a cruise on the Wander and took the same route from L.A. to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Okay. And um, so he took the same route and he talked to a few crew members along the way who all, again, said they don't want to be named. Um, and they all claimed that Disney knew more than what Disney was saying. Um what was I gonna? John Ronson, he went to areas where Becca, um, oh my goodness, rewind. So John Ronson went to a few areas where Rebecca would have likely been because she was um, a jogger and there were a couple of areas where you can like, there was open room to, you know, like a little jogging track, which is on deck four. Mm-hmm. So he went over there and it, it was kind of slippery. So he was kind of maybe like thinking she could have slipped possibly like, you know, but he looked around and there are cameras everywhere. So he's like, if she slipped, they would have they would have shown us. Like, yeah. that's an accident. So obviously she didn't slip because if it was an accident, why would they feel the need to hide it? Yeah. Um. And I just have to say, mm-hmm. before anybody says anything, John Ronson is actually a very credible, uh, it, credible person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually read one of his books. The name sounded familiar, so I searched it really quick. Um, I had to read his book. Um, so you've been publicly shamed, um, for my English class, um, this last semester and he goes to great lengths in order to find information and it's crazy. I mean, just in this little like snippet where I found like how, like he helped the Coriums, the fact that he booked a fucking cruise, took this, took the same route yep. and basically relived her life yep. like he took her same steps took her talked to the same people talked to everyone he could whoever would talk to him he talked to everyone he took he was very vi- he was very vigilant and thorough in what he did um but even with all that thoroughness it still didn't lead to any headway in rebecca's case yeah um because no matter how thorough and how on top of it he was you can't get anywhere if information is being withheld from you because nobody wants to be next allegedly allegedly Allegedly. (laughs) that should be our motto allegedly so the family though was given another glimmer of hope when rebecca's father received an email from a lady claiming that she was 85 percent sure she saw rebecca with black hair in venice italy she said that um the family because the family put up a website about Rebecca and about her case to bring awareness and to like try to find her. Mm-hmm. So she saw the website and it reminded her, and she felt like she needed to tell. She felt compelled to tell the family, "Hey, I, I think I saw her where she had different colored hair because she's originally like a dirty blonde." Okay. And um, so the father received this email, and an investigation did come out of it. Um, there was an investigation in Italy. Even though there wasn't a lot of merit to this claim, mm-hmm. the likelihood of Rebecca ending up in Venice, it did make no sense because her passport was left with, with the rest of her belongings in the cabin. So it'd be kind of hard for her to get over there. Yeah. So the investigation did lead to nothing because there was um, it was already kind of a long shot to begin with. You know yeah. what I mean? So Rebecca's parents, they eventually hired a private investigator and they said the investigators said that they did not see any evidence of suicide and that they thought that there was a possibility of foul play to start like i said earlier the weather conditions 
for the night that she went missing did not add up to a rogue wave sweeping Rebecca mm-hmm. off of um, deck five. Like I said, it would have been, had to have been a 100-foot wave, and the weather that night was clear. There was no storms indicated. There was no, like, waves or, like, there was no uh, rough water shown that were going to happen that night. Um, also, the investigators found, my greatness, the investigators, the investigators found after close inspection of the CCTV footage, they found um, that the footage had been altered and the timestamp and location had been changed. Of course it was! So the video was actually taken from deck one, which is nowhere near deck five. Yep. So, and remember, this cruise ship is littered with um, cameras. Mm-hmm. So deck one has its own cameras. So what happened on deck one? Where are the other cameras? Hmm. hmm. I'm completely speechless by this whole Literally. thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, the only reason why I haven't been talking as much as I usually do is because I'm getting so pissed off as you tell more and more about this story. Because it's all right there. They have it in some locked room probably somewhere. Or they deleted it. But they, someone knows. Someone had to watch the footage to have known to have hide this. If, oh, if something is being held and they're not wanting to get information i'm sorry immediate jail fuck you you're the higher up you're the one making everybody like fucking keep their mouth shut jail like you're hiding something go to jail be interrogated i don't give a shit take them to jail if you know information is being withheld just take them to jail. And isn't that already a law, like, uh, or, like, um, a criminal offense is, like, obst- obstructing justice? Well, again, we don't know the laws of, like, how it would be so treated boring. on, like, a cruise That's true. or something, That's you know? so true. I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. It pisses me off, too. Um, but even with what they found, there was no, like, hard evidence because... Even even though they found that the footage was changed and that the the weather conditions didn't match up to what they were saying, there was still no body. There was still no other footage because it was probably either deleted or was locked away somewhere. So they had, even though they have these um, inconsistencies within Disney's story, they don't have any hard enough evidence to even go to the police or to like uh, to follow through with the with a criminal charge. You okay. know, because there's really. It's only um, circumstantial evidence at this point. Yeah. So with only circumstantial evidence being found and no hard physical evidence, this leads to like the case coming to basically a complete halt. Um, Rebecca's family did file a lawsuit, though, against Disney in March of 2014. And they claim that Disney failed to keep their daughter safe, which snaps for the family because, yes, they fucking did. I will... Yeah. Not allegedly that, yes, they fucking did fail to keep her safe. Even if it was an accident or not, they have footage of what happened and they failed to keep her safe. Yep. Um, the family also claimed that Disney waited four hours to notify the U.S. Coast Guard and almost seven hours to notify the authority with the jurisdiction of the investigation. So that means that they waited four, yeah, four hours to tell the Coast Guard and seven hours to tell the Mexican Navy. That's plenty of time to fucking hide and shit. Or to float away from her while she's, while her, you know, mangled body, strangled body, whatever, is floating off to the ocean. Like, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Disney, though, did claim 
or Disney did deny this and said that their claims had no merit. The family and Disney settled out of court sometime in 2015. I don't know what came of that, but they were settled out of court. As the years passed, um, like I said earlier, Rebecca's girlfriend worked on the wonder with her. Her name was Tracy Medley. She said, or she felt like she had a little bit more to say about the night that Rebecca went missing. So in 2017, um, Tracy came forward and she said that the night that Rebecca went missing, that her and Rebecca had partaked in a threesome with one of Tracy's boyfriends. She, um, <laughs> I can't with you. Why are you giggling? You make <laughs> because earlier I had said like, oh, like she was on the phone with like somebody else, maybe like a higher up or whatnot, or you know, just somebody that most likely was a person that hurt her. And then you came up and you said, oh, she has a girlfriend. And inside I was like, oh, never mind. And then now you're saying that they partaked in mm-hmm. coitus with another person together. Uh-huh. So I'm like. And okay. it was Tracy's boyfriend. So it seems like Tracy had a was dating Rebecca and someone else. So while Rebecca was just dating Tracy. Okay. So they either had an open relationship mm-hmm. or it was just, okay, cool. Something like that. Um, going back to what you just said though, I think I forgot to mention earlier, one of the crew members that wished to be not um identified, they had said that the phone call that Rebecca was on that night was recorded because it was on a company phone. But that phone call was never released or was ever said that it was recorded by Disney. But the crew member said everything on this ship is recorded. That phone call, it was recorded. But we don't know what was on that phone call. Of course Mm -hmm. we don't. Exactly. Um, Tracy, she claimed that Rebecca was upset because she, wait, oh. Yeah, Tracy claimed that Rebecca could have been upset that night because she had to um, either had to like come to terms with sharing her girlfriend or Tracy said that there was some more passion between Tracy and the male during the intercourse. Mm -hmm. So that may have upset Rebecca, you know, in some way because this happened um, the night that she went missing. So then that morning on the phone call, it may have been with Tracy. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't re- believe reading if, yeah, I don't remember reading um, that whoever was on the phone call was was identified. So it could have been Tracy. Okay. So I don't know. The family and friends of Rebecca, though, deny that she would ever take her own life, that she was never the type, that she never had any indication of that. She never self-harmed. She never was depressed. She never was um, anything that would you know, make you think that she would ever, like, even go that way, you know, or feel pushed to the edge and yeah. think that that's the only way out. But it seemed like she had other outlets. She seemed really close to her family. So I feel like if she was upset enough to do that or to hurt herself, it seems like she would turn to her family before she hurt herself. Yeah. Okay. So um, other than that, though, other than Tracy coming forward in 2017, that is all we have as of recent. So we have... um nothing we don't know where rebecca is we don't know um what happened to her we don't know what was on that phone call we don't know what the other cameras could have shown and yeah it makes me really fucking yeah mad. no this pissed me off too it makes me really like, fucking uh, mad uh this is no it pissed me off so bad um and she was just like this bubbly girl that just wanted she was so excited to get this job and you do her like that disney 
come on. Like, she was so excited to get that job. And then not even the first... She didn't get to enjoy one day on the fucking Disney Wonder before she went missing. Yeah, for real. Like, that sucks. That poor girl. Which is really shitty to think, like, she literally went on and had her interview and then, like, got on this cruise and then ended up, like... She only knew all these people for, like, a couple of days and then, Well, remember like, she did her training for a few months before? Oh, yeah, 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 Because yeah, at yeah. first when I was reading it, I also was like, she got the job and died the next day? What the fuck? See... That's another thing is like they not should have disappeared allegedly. They they should have interviewed people that were in her training. I don't know. They didn't do it. As I said, this shit was botched from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It, like it's they frustrating that to like know that there isn't like a whole lot. No, and um, there's no recorded the the police. There's no recorded interviews. Yeah, there's a total of six interviews that were done, and they're not even formally written down it was just what this guy his hearsay what he says happened between the interview yeah also to all you motherfuckers who worked for disney and don't want to be fucking named how dare you want to still work for a company or even like not disney as a whole but like the specific cruise line or whatever how, why would you want to work with people like that, that are going to hide something like that? What if that was you? What if that was, Maybe like... Maybe they're afraid it's going to be them. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're going to... We're, we're going to get a lawsuit for, like, slander or something. All Disney, of this... all I have are two cats, and I will fight you for them. I swear oh to God, I God, will. Oh, my God, dude. Like, oh. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> I, I need some devil's lettuce. That gave me anxiety. That just makes me... It just makes me really fucking mad. Whenever I read a missing person case, and that's, like, still unsolved. It's like, this family goes to bed. Your tooth just fell out, and it scared the fuck out of me, dude. Not my actual oh. tooth. Not my actual tooth. She's wearing, I'm wearing vampire, vampire teeth. Things, and <laughs> she is playing with one with her fucking tongue, and it just popped off mid-sentence and it scared i was like her tooth just popped out of her mouth and she didn't flinch at all I was like this bitch is crazy someone call 911 for me please shit dude uh but it makes me mad that this family goes to bed not knowing where their daughter is yeah. where their sister is where their friend is it's like at least when you know someone passes you have a grave to visit you know you have ashes to you have something of theirs or of them or something that reminds you of them in some way like that like their physical form that you can talk to or you can like um hold on to and they don't even have that they have like her belongings yeah but they don't even have her and that's just like you can't and that's just like i think the hardest they came for her to rest you know because like i know like a lot of families feel like until they're like in their final you know resting place they're not resting and i you know i think that's just really fucking sad um speaking of missing persons um, for any of our followers in SoCal or Northern California, um, I recently just came across another missing person case. Um, another 15-year-old went missing in Sacramento. I heard about that. Um, there's also, She's still missing, huh? Yeah, there's another girl um, who is 15 who is missing. She got picked up in Maxwell, California. Um, so if any of you are willing to keep an eye out or anything like that um super easy to find just look up missing person from 
you know, um, Maxwell, California or missing persons from Sacramento. I'm sorry, I didn't pull up the information, but there's that. But we were talking about my vampire fangs earlier. This will put me onto my Halloween facts for before we. Oh, it's um, segued for you. Yeah. Nice. Um, for before I end up doing like my actual story. So Halloween fact number one. So the tradition of Halloween comes from Samhain, mm-hmm. which is an ancient pagan festival celebrated by Celtic people. Snaps. Um, the festivals were mainly in the UK, Ireland, and um, northwestern Northwest France. Okay. Um, during the festival, the line between living and spiritual becomes a blurry one. Like, this allows the spirits to interact with the living. Mm-hmm. Um, bonfires were lit to ward off the encroaching darkness. And the practice persisted into the Middle Ages with young boys in Wales and Scotland running from bonfire to bonfire with torches. That's kind of... Wait, what? Rewind. The running from bonfire to bonfire with torches? Yeah, to, like, light them and stuff like that. Okay, we go. Number two, the word witch comes mm-hmm. from the Old English um, word wicke, um, which means wise woman. Um, at one time, these women were highly respected, according to popular belief, which is held meetings known as sabbats on Halloween night. Number three, trick-or-treating began in areas of the UK and Ireland. Poor people went from house to house souling. Souling? Yeah. Um, so-called, because they asked the small breads called soul cakes in exchange for prayer. While this is the most popular origin story, another potential origin of trick-or-treating is mumming, um, where costumed performers would go door-to-door exchanging songs for a glass or something hot and usually alcoholic. That's what I want. I want the kids to come to my door and sing to me. That's all And funny. then I'll give you candy. I want to be entertained. You want, like, Christmas caroling, but, like, Halloween style. I want you to sing me the Jack song and sing me um, Every Night Before Christmas song. Nice. We'll do the whole soundtrack right now. Speaking Start to finish. of mumming, though, I just posted an update on our Instagram page. Did you? Um, it was a Halloween fact, and it was about mumming. Oh, nice. I've been kind of... So, I'm a little, I guess, insider fact. I'm in charge of the Instagram. I've been a little slacking on it. It's okay. (laughs) I apologize. I'll get better. I procrastinate. I have bad anxiety and depression. It's okay. Also, did you know the first jack-o'-lanterns were made from turnips? I thought it was potatoes, but I knew it was something else, and I think that is so funny. Little, could you imagine trying to... Wait, do they hollow them out like like jack-o'-lanterns then? That's good. Well, I would assume so because you would have to put like a candle or something in it. So you're just hollowing out little turnips. I mean, they probably eat them. Okay, I have more facts. So I'm going to I'm going to continue because I said I was going to have three, but I'm going to do more. We're just full of facts today. Okay. While pumpkins are typically orange, they can also be green, white, red and gray. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know we've seen like I've never seen a red one or a gray one. I've seen white ones. I think I've like, seen red one outside. Oh, actually, I have seen red ones. 
but that's like blood orange to me i don't know i'm specific with colors um black cats spiders and bats are all halloween symbols because of their historical ties to wiccans Mm -hmm. they were thought to be the companions of witches in the middle ages and are often associated with bad luck and did you know that if you owned a cat in the middle ages you were assumed to be a witch and you were burned at the stake yep I can't wait to talk about those, the witch trials, because I have some shit to say. (laughs) I have some shit to say. What's that? Fuck you, Ann Putnam. That's all I have to say. Fuck you, (laughs) Ann Putnam. Yep, fuck that bitch. Continue. Uh, (laughs) My last fact is in many cultures, people return to their hometowns on Halloween to purchase candles and flowers in preparation for All Saints Day on November 1st. So instead of like Dia de los Muertos where you celebrate like loved ones and stuff like that and yeah. like remembering them mm-hmm. and um, inviting them back for the night and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, it's just to celebrate the saints, the people who went to heaven that were accepted into heaven and stuff like that. Oh, like 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 your deities kind of? Um, yeah, I didn't get that far into, like, no worries. really researching it. I feel like that would, like, I think it'd be kind of like, yeah, like, your angels, your saints, your deities, or, like, who, like, went, who crossed over, you know? Yeah. Okay, so, getting into my story. Yay. It's about two best friends. Oh my gosh! Um, it is a chat GPT generated story. I have not read this. Wait, remind me what that is real quick. I'm sorry. So, you know how, like, Grammarly, it helps, like, fix your grammar and stuff like that? This is an AI that will literally generate speeches for you, stories, anything you want. Like, are they coherent or is it, like, funny? Are they, like, are they just, like, trying to be human? As far as I know, they're trying to be human. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I love when they try to be human. But also, sometimes they come out funny. Like, Ed. Yeah. Like, sometimes they just mess up. I don't know. So... I haven't read this, so we're going to read this together. Okay, I love that. Um, It's called The Haunting of Hollow Grove. Okay. Um, Once in a small forgotten town called Hollow Grove, nestled deep within a forest shrouded in mist, two best friends, we'll say Issa and Miranda, um, embarked on a journey they would never forget. Legend had it that the forest was cursed, haunted by vengeful spirits seeking retribution for a terrible crime committed long ago. That I didn't commit the crime. Facts. <laughs> but the girls were undeterred. Their bond was unbreakable and they laughed off the warning of locals. Of course we did. <laughs> locals. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one chilly autumn evening, Miranda and Issa set out on an adventure to explore the heart of the woods. The woods. Armed with flashlights and fearless hearts, they ventured further than anyone had dared before. Oh, wow. As they wandered deeper into the dense undergrowth, the forest seemed to close in around them. Shadows danced among the trees and the air grew colder. Still, they pressed on, their laughter echoing through the eerily silent woods. How creepy would it be to, 
like just be either driving by the woods or something or like campers like not in the woods but like like not in the deep depths of the woods but how creepy would it be to like hear two girls just cackling in the middle of the woods like that would creep me the fuck out i definitely be running in the opposite direction that's for sure we would be the reason why people think that place is haunted that's probably why i think it's haunted it's us us cackling in the middle of the forest <laughs> doing a full moon ritual um suddenly they stumbled upon an ancient moss covered mausoleum beautiful hidden amidst the trees intrigued and slightly apprehensive they pushed open the heavy stone doors revealing a dark narrow passage leading underground Ooh, i'm claustrophobic yeah i would never go in there See, that's where i would stop Be like Arr! Yeah, I would never go in there. I could never. Um, With a mixture of curiosity and trepidation, the girls descended into the abyss. The air grew dank and oppressive. The walls. I'm sorry. I knew you were going to laugh because I was trying not to. (laughs) It it grew dank. (laughs) It was dank in here. It's dank in here right now. The girls descended into the abyss. Oh, side note: somebody was smoking some dank shit in the goddamn bathroom at work today. Yes, I was like, "What the hell?" I definitely reported it (gasps) because, I mean. That's going to ruin their high. Well, I'm sorry. Where we work, it's not allowed. I'm sorry. No, it's not allowed. I think it's allowed any anyone's work, even if you're a dispensary. But, like, I don't think they ever found the person. But, I mean, no. it's not a it's not a rare occurrence for us to smell it out on the floor. But it's it funny was, as fuck. Like, seeping out of the bathroom. You're, like, getting smoke fucking just around the corner yeah. of the stalls. So the air grew dank and oppressive. The walls slick with moisture. Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that Why phrase right slick? there. Why did you describe it like that? Oh, my skin kind of crawled. Um, the light from their flashlights cast long, distorted shadows that seemed to sway and whisper. I don't like that. <clears throat> Deeper they went until they reached a chamber that seemed to pulse with an otherworldly energy. The air grew frigid and a sudden sense of dread settled in their chests. Let's say Issa suggested they turn back, but Miranda in um insatiable Miranda's insatiable curiosity urged them forward. Um, have you ever gotten like a weird feeling like presence or bad like vibe from anything before? Yes. Um describe it to me. What 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 did it feel like to you? Like when you get like a bad vibe. Yeah, like, what was the specific situation and how did that actually feel? Like, if you walk into a room and something immediately feels off, what did that feel like to you? Well, I mean, I've been sitting in a room and I felt like it feels like someone just walked in. Like, you know, like, it feels like the entire air, and like, it's so hard to explain, but it feels like the entire air in the room just, like, shifted. Like, I'll be in my house completely alone by myself, mm-hmm. and then, like, it'll all be there for hours. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I can feel like someone walk into the room, and I'm like, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. It does not. You can feel, like, someone kind of, like, it feels like someone, like, popping your bubble and, like, coming into it. 
Okay. Like, you know what I mean? And you kind of feel a little bit of, like, you feel, like, like that, like, that pit in your, in your, like, gut. You feel, like, oh, like, you feel that hole in your stomach. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, that, like, uneasiness. So, for me, <clears throat> so, the specific instance for me was, um, I want to say a year or two ago, uh, my family and I went to Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. And there's a restaurant in Mendocino, which is like 10, 15 minutes outside of Fort Bragg, um, that we went to. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, mirror in front of mirror is a bad thing. Speaking of, you have a mirror in front of a mirror. I've already locked them. Oh, okay, good. Okay. See, that's another thing. If you, you have it like that, you need to, to be locked lock them, them uh, lock the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, but this and restaurant continuously incense them and stuff. Yeah, this restaurant, I immediately could tell that they do not do that. We sat at a table in front of these mirrors, oh, and I was facing towards one of them, and not even just from sitting down, but as soon as I walked into that room, my whole body felt heavy and off. And I could not be there. Like, it it was horrible. And now looking back at it, that was the time when I got sick. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I blamed it on being crossfaded. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think it was just all the bad energy that I soaked up. It definitely because I felt, ba- I felt fine when we were there. Because I took a Benadryl. I forgot I took a Benadryl. And then we went back to the campsite and got... I got drunk and I also had some edibles, but <laughs> I felt fine the whole time up until I sobered up and felt sick. And it wasn't like vomiting sick. It was like, I mean, I did end up vomiting. Gross, I know. But like, <laughs> it was like my whole chest was hurting. Yeah. Like I couldn't breathe. And I went to the doctor. The two days after and they told me I was fine and I felt fine after that but I still went to the doctor because I just wanted to like double check and make sure because I felt sick and now that I'm thinking about it I honestly believe that it might have been like something that I soaked up and I was like damn that that sucks yeah um moving on with the story I know we got so sorry I know I'm sorry my bad (laughs) it's okay um in the heart of the chamber stood a stone altar upon which rested a dusty, weathered book. Mm-hmm. As Miranda reached out to touch it, I would never, I would never, don't ever fucking touch anything on an altar that you did not put there. No, never. never. Um, Especially an old, dusty altar. Obviously, that's some... Oh my goodness, why would you do that? <laughs> So, as Miranda reached out to touch it, a spectral wail pierced the Mm. silence, sending shivers down their spine. The pages of the book rustled as if by an unseen hand. Panicked, they fled stumbling through the the winding passages, their breaths ragged and hearts pounding. They emerged back into the moonlit forest, but something had changed. The once familiar trees now seemed twisted and malevolent. Malevolent? No. Their branches reaching out like skeletal fingers. No, that's not okay. Terrified, the girls raced through the night, pursued by unseen forces. The forest seemed to stretch on endlessly, 
a labyrinth designed to ensnare them forever. They called out to each other, their voices carried away by the wind. See, yeah, no. If I get stuck in a labyrinth, I'm picking a direction. I'm walking straight through. Like, anything and everything in my way is getting knocked the fuck over. You know we're going to eventually do something like this, right? And if I get lost, I'm walking I would never through. lose you. I would never lose you. Because I, I can't. You. I cannot be lost. Uh-uh. I would I start to panic. never lose you. Just remember, hug the tree until I come back for you. Not if they're malevolent and have fucking skeletal Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's something chasing you. Um, I'm like, now I gotta run to cardio. What the fuck, dude? Especially, um... What? Those who shall not be named out in the forests. <gasps> the flesh roamers? <laughs> no. God, no. <laughs> Don't talk about them, please. <sighs> they give me anxiety. That episode's coming up real soon, my guys. What do you mean? I'm doing an episode on them eventually, Queen. On flesh roamers? Uh huh. Didn't we just do one on flesh roamers? No, we did not. <laughs> You're fucking lying to me. No, I'm not to show you because we fucking did. No, we didn't. We did Slenderman and we did the Snuddecker House. We did you, do Slenderman. You brought up the flesh roamers for one of your stories. I'm I just think. On crack. Um, Allegedly. I think it was you or me. I can't remember. Um, and you referred to them as that and told me that I cannot say yeah, the word. Yeah, because you were here trying to call into so, my fucking house. I already live in the creepiest little, I feel like, area. I just don't want to call them over to me. I won't say the names. Thank you. I will censor them for you, but there will be an episode on that, guys. So be Stay prepared. tuned for Issa's Uncompiness. Continue. Um, just as despair began to take hold, a glimmer of hope appeared in the distance. A faint light emanated from a clearing up ahead. Oh, beautiful. With renewed determination, they sprinted towards it. They burst into the clearing, gasping for air, only to find themselves back at the mausoleum. No, shit like that makes me, no. I can't do it, Miranda. I can't be stuck in a loop. I can't be stuck. I can't be a rat in a maze. No, I get you. I can't do it. I understand. Oh, God. I used to have dreams and, like, no, one of... Okay, so, we talked about my night terrors, I think, last episode. Uh-huh. Okay, so, I apologize for the audio change. Our mics died. Um, yep. But, um... Going back to my night terrors, I would essentially be awake, but, like, not awake. Mm-hmm. And my room would feel like it's closing in on me. Claustrophobia setting in. Yeah, no, for real. Um, my, I can't remember specifically if this is real or not, or if my mom remembers or not, but um, I remember her coming into the room with, like, a light, whether it be a phone or something, um, I don't know if that's real. It could be completely wrong. But, yeah, I can't do small chambers. Yeah, no. Um, so, they burst into the clearing, gasping for breath, only to find themselves back at the mausoleum. The stone doors creaked shut... The stone doors creaked shut behind them, sealing them in. Might as well just kill me then. Honestly. Um, the chamber pulsed with an eerie light, 
and the book on the altar beckoned them. Yeah, I don't. Miranda. Isa. You're the one that fucking (laughs) wanted to storm on in the beginning. Um, so, so the book on the altar beckoned them. Miranda and Issa, their faces pale with terror. Mm-hmm. If I get any more pale, I should be a corpse. I mean, one of the I'm ghosts. already pale enough. Jesus. Okay. Their faces pale with terror knew they had no choice. They opened the book, their trembling fingers tracing the ancient text, and the, as they did, the world around them seemed to blur and dissolve. And then in an instant, they were gone. They were gone. Swallowed by the cursed forest of Hollow Grove. It's their fates forever entwined with its dark, unforgiving depths. But I didn't ask for any of that shit. Like, I didn't mean to open it. It beckoned me. And you're the one that wanted to storm on it in the <laughs> beginning. So, that's no. I mean. Fuck that book. We're gonna Fuck be- that chamber. Fuck that door that closed and locked me in. Fuck those moist walls. What else was in there? Ew, you used that word. (gasps) Well, that's what they were. They were moist. No. (sighs) Okay. No. I mean, we're going to be doing something like this anyways, eventually. I promise not to push you into any, like, corridors or anything. No, I can't get stuck in a, (laughs) I can't get stuck in a trap. Um, but to this day, the legend of Miranda and Issa lingers, a cautionary tale whispered by the locals, a reminder that some mysteries are better left unsolved, and that even the strongest bonds can be tested beyond imagination. Not to be two stupid girls that go into a fucking labyrinth and get beckoned by a book that forces it to read. Miranda! No, I'm not getting stuck in anything. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. The fuck? I I can't. My phosphobia is not going to allow me. But this was my story by ChatGBT. I was actually pretty impressed, honestly. It sounds like... Like, not like it's trying to be human. It sounds like a legit story. Yeah, like, I mean, um, when I did it and I put in, like, all of the, um, like, all the parameters that I wanted, it, like... You can give it certain things. Like, I put, give me a spooky story for my podcast. And it gives me, like, music cues and, like, noises to put behind That's it. That's really cool. And, like, also, like, some of them were ones where you read and then I read and then you read and then I read. And mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. So, I don't know. I might do more of these. You guys need to let me know in the comments. So, our weekly um questions will be in the comments down below and on the instagram the night that we post it every fright day because i know that we had made up a schedule on one of our episodes that we ended up switching so now we're going to post the episode and the visuals on the same day so you get them both at the same time so you can get an idea of what we're talking about because i'm Sure, especially with me. It gets a little a little jumble mumbled up in here. <laughs> um, so Thursday night at midnight, so Friday mornings mm-hmm. will be when we post our stuff. 
and will be released. So check that out and make sure to answer those questions yeah. that we leave. We'd love to hear you guys. Get some feedback and yeah. see what you guys think and how you would answer some of our questions. Um, apologies for how sidetracked we got this episode, but oh, these know. were some pretty good topics, I think. I know, I'm really surprised too, because mine was kind of last minute. Because I sort of <laughs> forgot that I was doing a podcast, and then I was like, <gasps> we have to record. And then so I went and I found this, um, oh, I found Rebecca's story, and I was like, wow, yep, this is the one. Yeah. I need to. That was a good one. It was. It was really good. It really peeved me off, but. It was a good one. Um, just be, be aware of your surroundings, queen, on that cruise. Don't let no one push over on those slippery decks. Oh, no, I'm totally getting taken. Queen, can you not? No, I'm getting taken. I'm not gonna leave a niece and you. I can't. I'm not very <laughs> athletic. It's they're okay. gonna They're gonna chase me and be like, oh, can we just, can we walk fast, maybe? Like, I don't want to run. <laughs> and I, can I can I use a Vespa if you're gonna run at least? Can I have one of those little scooters? Cause I can't. You're hilarious. Um, but that's been another podcast episode with your best schools. Episode four. Oh my gosh, has it already been four episodes? Yeah. Wait, no, this is number three, Queen. <gasps> I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what day it is. Because we what missed year that week. We because we missed that week. Yeah, but that's okay. Again. That's okay. okay. If there's any way that you guys want us to make up for it, let us know. We will make up for it in any way that we can. Maybe do like a double episode one week. I don't know. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, also, I don't know how... Um, I believe Spotify, or maybe it's on Apple Music, it allows you to like, like rate and like kind of like leave little reviews okay. for like our episodes or the podcast in general so that'd be awesome if you guys could do that that always helps the podcast if you guys could leave reviews and mm-hmm. like likes or if you dislike it i mean let me know what i did wrong i yeah. guess downloading Shit, it bitch. on to your playlist also helps us so if any way that you guys can support us little we things. appreciate it um but yeah anything else uh no, I mean, just follow the Instagram at best schools a pod at Instagram.com. Yep, that was it. Yeah. That's all we have is Instagram. I think so. Yeah, because I don't like X. I mean, I don't like X either, but I'm really liking threads currently. Okay, I don't know what that is. It's Instagram's new app called Threads. What the fuck? Don't even start But with it gives me. me Tumblr vibes. Okay, that's kind of cute. And if you guys know by the trailer, if you listen to it, I love Tumblr. Yes, I just can't learn a new app, though. I'm just so wiped out. Oh, but it's so easy, oh, Queen. I'm going to show like you. My brain is at done. its max capacity. Oh, I get that. I get that. Okay. Like on techno- technological. Yeah. Advances. I'm like. Yeah, since starting the podcast, this has been like my biggest like Again, technology. I appreciate you doing thing. all of that because I would be so irritated hearing my voice for like hours on end. I'd be like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No one cares. Can you like speak a sentence correctly for once? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let me take this out. <laughs> this out. Take this out. My whole fucking piece out because you make no sense. This is just going to be the Miranda podcast. Literally. Anisa going, hmm. Mm, wow. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> In the bag. 
but yeah, that's been our podcast. Um, thank you for stopping by and listening to yet another podcast video yes. or episode. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. We love all the support we've been getting, and it's it's been fun. We love it so far. Yeah. So happy Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. Happy uh, Samhain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.